fighting for freedom every day. Republicans right now, the conservatives, which unfortunately, this is what we have to do every time, even after a vote where people are sick and tired of the establishment, they're sick and tired of the squeezy, middle-of-the-road, squishy kind of Republican rhinos, and we vote conservatives in, then we have to fight tooth and nail in D.C. to actually be heard within the Republican Party. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, darn right it is. Welcome into the program. It is a Monday, the greatest day of the entire week. That's what at least we strive for each and every day. We are here to carpe diem all over this place, baby. That's... <laughs> That's what it's all about. Welcome into it. we got a lot to talk about to kick off the week. It always seems to, it never fails, man. Everything always happens during the weekend. And we have to try to recap it the best we can here on this program. So welcome into it. This is The Voice of Reason. I am Andy Hoosier broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas on our flagship radio station. We are all over the country. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting, however you watch or listen to the program. We love you to death. Your millennial general reporting for duty like we do every single day bottom of the hour we have brandon straka anybody remember that name he is the walk away movement from the lgbtq community or the minority community or the gender movement or whatever if you're tired of the division and the hate from the democrat party he started the quote-unquote hashtag walk away getting rid of the division bringing in the unity love for everybody everybody all singing kumbaya holding hands what conservatives are all about right so uh brandon strackett he's got a new social media app coming out called the walk away app and we'll talk with him coming up about that at the bottom of the hour we have a lot to get to today uh before we go any further though i uh, hopefully had a great weekend i gotta give you a little bit of a personal story and i'm gonna try gonna really try not to have a hard time with this. I usually don't talk a lot about personal stuff on the show, but it's been uh, it's gotten to me more so than I thought it would, and I'm going to try not to get all worked up on the program today. Uh, but your family, I love you to death for all my listeners that listen to the program each and every day, so i got to be real with you and straight up front with you. But uh, over the weekend, yesterday afternoon, my grandfather ended up passing away. Now, for those that don't know much about the story, I, I don't talk to most of my family. I walked away, the hashtag walked away. I walked away from a large part of the family due to just drama issues, mental health issues, a lot of things that were really making my life a lot of hell. So I walked away from a lot of it, and my grandparents, who I've been very, very close with the vast majority of my life, I've been very, very close with them. I've seen them as essentially my parents for a long time. Um, we're about the only ones that I talked to and have been in communication with for years now. Uh, and I talked to some cousins. I talked to some other individuals, but uh, they were kind of the go-to. They were uh, really uh, essentially the, the closest family that I have. And my grandfather officially passed away yesterday, not knowing how bad it was. I've talked to him a week ago. He had been in the hospital for about a month and a uh, infection in his stomach and intestines apparently just overtook, and he was not able to overcome that one. And the unfortunate part about not having a lot of contact with family is I didn't know until hours after it had happened. So <laughs> I am working through it, so bear with me today. But uh, thoughts and prayers to him, and he is in a way better place and not in pain any longer. So he is doing well now, and I know that, so that makes me very happy and very warm inside, but just working through my end of it, 
has been difficult for the last couple days. So with that being said, I don't want to go any further into it because then I will get all choked up and not be able to do a talk radio program. So uh, first off, thank you for all the messages on social media of individuals that have been sending me. I truly do. I haven't been able to respond to them just because it's been tough, but I truly appreciate that very, very much. And I love you all to death. And my PSA for today along with what's going on, obviously, in the world that we'll get to here in a second as well, since I'm obviously not the only one going through pain uh, today as well, is to enjoy the quality time that you have with everybody and your loved ones and enjoy that quality time with as many of them as you possibly can and cherish them as much as you possibly can as well because you never know what's going to be over. Uh, for example, with my grandfather, I knew that he was sick. He had been in the hospital for about a month, and I had checked on him on a, on a weekly basis Is I was not able to get a hold of him for the past four or five days as he was in the hospital, apparently on a ventilator that I was not aware of, and I called and left him a message or two on his voicemail, and uh, that was it. That was it until a cousin had reached out and uh, did not know that I didn't know and just said, hey, are you going to make it to the funeral? That was a bit of a shock to me, So, uh, but um, that's it. So thoughts and prayers, I appreciate that, and enjoy the quality time with your loved ones as much as you possibly can. But uh, working through that one today, which unfortunately, it's kind of a sad, doom, gloomy way to start off today. So how how was your weekend? Mine's a nightmare, if anyone's wondering. <laughs> Let's get into our what's trending. What do you say? What's trending today? And unfortunately, kind of ties in with the big story of the day, obviously, with the ongoing uh, investigation after the shooting that happened down in Nashville that happened with the private Christian school. Three children, three adults dead after a woman opened fire. And according to the mainstream media, which they have to, of course, mention in this one, according to the Daily Mail, that she was a 28-year-old woman who had attended that school and she was shot after law enforcement charged in her shooting up in the second floor, she walked into the sto- uh, walked into the school, began open fire, and uh, ended up killing the three children, the three adults, and then law enforcement ended up getting her shortly afterwards on the second floor. A former attendee of the school that, of course, the media had to mention that she had two assault-styled rifles and one handgun. We're not going to go into any speculation on the reasoning and purpose for this one and why uh, why she's doing it, because we don't know. We're not going to make any speculations on here. We don't just make up crap on this program. Uh, so we don't know the reasoning for why she did what she did. But it does, of course, bring out the divide in this nation like usual. The Democrats are already, Joe Biden already, I just saw a tweet already from the left side of the aisle saying that it's time to get rid of firearms. It's time to ban especially the assault rifles, the assault-styled weapons, because that's the go-to for the Democrats, not thinking any further than the nose in front of their face, because that's all they can think of is if we just got rid of this magical uh, assault weapon that assaults people, then everything would be hunky-dory when we don't quite get to the core of what's really going on. And while we see the world crumbling around us, and not in, a, not in a doomed and gloom way just because we're pessimistic, but just the reality of what's going on. We're seeing an increase of shootings all over the nation, unfortunately, and a lot of them at schools. Having been a school shooter survivor myself my senior year of high school, I get the trauma that that leads to when a close uh, individual of yours ends up passing, especially with a small school like that that was a small private Christian school that did not even have a uh, resource officer there because of how small that they were. I get it. It's devastating. We see shootings increasing all over the country. We have the divide and conquer identity politics from the Democrats that are happening more and more frequently. The resegregation of this nation, whether it's based on race, whether it's based on gender, 
whether based on sexual orientation, whatever the case is, the divide and conquer from the left has done a very, very good job at creating that divide because guess what happens when you don't understand or communicate with the other side of the aisle? If you don't communicate, then you don't understand. And that which you do not understand, you fear. And that which you fear, you begin to hate. And when you begin to hate it, then you begin to violently attack it. That's what happened all throughout history of mankind. When you don't understand it, you fear it. When you fear it, you hate it. Now they're officially your enemy, and now we have to go after them and attack them in some way, shape, or form. We're resegregating our, which is weird, in a globalized society that we have today, where we can communicate with anyone around the world at any time. We're more divided now in a mosaic as opposed to a melting pot than ever before. Or at least we're getting back to that level. And it's pathetic and it's really sad. But let's unveil the layers of the onion a little bit deeper, shall we? Let's go just a little bit deeper to understand the reasoning of what we're seeing. While the Democrats don't see past the front of their nose with, oh, we need to get rid of guns, let's go a bit deeper on the issues here. We have a major mental health issue across the nation where states and the federal government are now trying to invest millions of dollars on mental health facilities, trying to figure out what's going on. Here in Kansas, where we're from here with our flagship radio station, we are now trying to start on PSAs, trying to refocus on family values and the family unit, understanding that the vast majority that are causing these shooting issues or have mental health issues have a divided family, are not getting the father and mother influence from them, are not having any type of structure in their life, are probably getting bullied in some way, shape or form, whether it's in person or on social media, and they finally snap and they have to respond. We read the story last week about the military where 80% of the young generation between 17 to 24 years old are unfit to join the military. Even if they wanted to join the military, they're unfit to do so based on either mental health issues, which was the number one issue. I'm sorry, that was one of the issues. Drug abuse issues, which was another issue. Or obesity, which was the priority issue on why they would be unfit to join the military. So, of course, and we called it, the military's response was, we're going to reevaluate our standards, meaning you're going to lower your standards to allow uh, dramatically unaccepted uh, individuals prior to into the military, which is not going to help us in any way, shape, or form if we end up running into a uh, national emergency, God forbid, and have to call up the military. But those issues especially, mental health, drug abuse, and obesity, and by the way, the obesity ties right into the what we talked about last week, the chemicals in our food, how it's chemically changing our brain, how we see a lot of depression and anxiety issues. We see the obesity issue, which means we're not burning it off and not moving around and being physically active as we should be. That releases endorphins and chemicals in your brain as well. We're creating these issues ourselves, and we have the Democrat Party that's sitting out there and talking about how we need to get rid of firearms because that's their issue. How stupid do you have to be to come to that conclusion? There's a new poll out as well, according to the Wall Street Journal, that talks about priorities of Americans today compared to even just 1998. Now, remember 1998, prior to 9-11, prior to some major traumatic issues here in the country, what the priorities are. And you want to know what the real issue is, the deeper issues here, the core problems, why we may be seeing, not guaranteed, obviously, but why we may be seeing more of these issues with school shootings and mental health issues in the country is because we don't have a priority for ourselves and we've been able to rid ourselves of the purpose of what we're here to do. Now, I'm not talking religion, although that is a big part of it. According to the poll from the Wall Street Journal, they looked at five different categories on religion, patriotism, having children, community involvement, and money. And they looked at the survey 
compared to 1998 to 2023 on how things have differed. Patriotism itself went from 70% of a priority in 1998 to 38% now. 78 to 38, or 70 to 38, pretty dramatic drop there, is it not? Religion went from a 62% priority across the nation to 39%. That's another conversation we can have another time. Having children, creating that family unit, went from a 59% of a priority from Americans down to 30%. And near 30% drop on that one. Community involvement went from 47% up to 62%, and now down to 27%, the lowest that it's ever been on wanting to be involved in your local community as a top priority in your personal life as an American. Money was the only category that went higher from 31% to 43% over the, what is that, 23, 25 years. From 31 to 43, the only category that it went up. Now, in the grand scheme of things, looking at this on the priorities for yourself, the patriotism, bringing a collective unity together, even if we disagree on issues, but understanding the greatness of this nation, understanding the love for this country, understanding how wonderful this country is, that's dropped to a 38% level from 70% just 25 years ago. Religion, the focus on a higher self, a higher being, a higher purpose, dropped from a 62 to 39 Children, that family unit dropping dramatically. Community involvement. No one even wants to be involved in the community any longer, apparently. But that money, man. we got to make that money money. And we wonder why we don't have any unity, any fusion together, any cohesiveness together as a community to make ourselves better because we don't care about the country any longer. We don't want the family unit to have children. All we care about is just our own personal profits making money. And that's a concern, is it not? It's the voice of reason with Andy Hoosier. Fighting for freedom every day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. You know what a lot of my generation want to hear and what they're looking for, what they're striving for? And I know being part of that generation, I guess I fall into that category as well. But as we look at the priorities of Americans across the nation and the changes that we've seen across the nation that could potentially lead into the reasoning, the understanding, maybe the grasping of what we're seeing in this nation regarding shootings, especially this latest one that happened in Nashville with the private Christian school. The reason, my generation especially, they're looking for their purpose. What's the purpose? What am I here for? What's the reasoning? We have a purpose. We have a meaning to be here. We need to set a value to ourselves. The reason that we're allowing Democrats to create an equity, quote unquote, which I still don't know what the hell equity means other than someone else giving you value, is that you're allowing another human being create the value for yourself, but they're looking for that purpose. They're looking for value in themselves. And it's been the Democrats the progressives, the socialists, I mean, the socialist mentality just philosophically is what takes that away. Why? Because, number one, they take away the higher power. As you know, this is the more that government grows, the less that people believe in a higher power or a religion in some way, shape, or form. And I'm not saying you have to go to church every Sunday. I don't preach that. I don't care. Do your own thing. I haven't gone to church in years. I'm very religious. I believe I have my own personal 
religious and spiritual beliefs, and I practice those every single day, but I don't have to do that inside a church. So I don't quite look at the whole religion of I'm part of a church or congregation as whether you're religious or not. Uh, And I don't think that needs to be the standard on what you consider as being a religious individual or not. But that being said, the more that government grows, we know the less that people believe in a higher power, because instead of looking towards a higher power to solve it or to give you the strength personally to solve an issue, you look towards the government. You have now given your power away, helplessness, purpose, purposelessness, to give it to the government to say, government, do it for me because I don't know what to do. And government's very good. Socialism has been very good at moving down that road. That's number one. Finding that, per- that the higher purpose, that you do have the power to do something with that connection to whatever higher power that you may believe in in some way, shape, or form, but also a life purpose. And again, Democrats, progressives, socialists, ideologically have taken away that life purpose as well. The reason we have hard times that create hard men, why do we say that? That the good times create good men, the the good times create weak men, the weak men create hard times, the hard times create hard men, the hard men create good times. It's an ongoing cycle. Why do we continuously say that? Because when we have it good, we don't need to build anything. We're not surviving. We're not having to build or expand or grow. The reason the individuals flourished all through up until they become a first world country, essentially, or because they feel like they don't have a purpose, is because they've lost that purpose of working hard, of starting a business. That's why what? Usually when a a business that's handed down to the second, third, fourth generation of a family starts to either change dramatically or go downhill because they didn't have to build it from scratch and know the hard work that went into it in that building. We've lost that because now Democrats have said, number one, if you're masculine, you have too much masculinity and therefore we need to feminize you to where you're not a hardworking, able-bodied individual. Try and claim the disability. Try and be a little bit on the softer side and don't try and go after the family unit by chasing someone down to actually create a family unit with a feminine and a masculine energy in any way, shape, or form. If you're trying to start a business, then you're one of those richy riches in a capitalist system raping the earth of its resources or you're taking advantage of someone else and stealing their money. You don't want to be doing that either. Don't worry. Government's going to take it and take care of you. So now we've gotten rid of the higher purpose and we've gotten rid of the life purpose. On the reason why you want to get out of bed each and every day, if you get rid of that purpose and that reasoning, what's the purpose of doing it? That's when people start turning to drugs. They have the mental health issues with depression, anxiety. They have the obesity with trying to eat things that may not be good for them or overeating in some way. I'm no psychologist, but this stuff's just common sense, at least to me, because they're looking to fill a void that's been taken away from them, largely due to a political and ideological mindset that's corrupting our nation and letting it crumble from within leading to a lot of times people having sort fuses and snapping when they have a personal issue that leads to unfortunately a lot of school shootings and other tragedies that we're seeing at least my two cents back after this with brandon strucker right here on a monday's episode of the voice of reason stay here this is the voice of reason with andy hoosier When Reason Meets Radio, this is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. John Wright, it is. Welcome back into the program. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag. Trying to rebrand the millennial generation one 
radio listener at a time. Multiple radio stations all over the place. We have more coming on, by the way, as well. So more information on that later. Plus TV, live streaming, podcasting, however you watch or listen to the show. We always love you to death and appreciate you. And by the way, thank you for all the wonderful condolence messages I'm getting on social media. I truly do appreciate that very much. And uh, that's all I got to say about that. It's, I mean, look, I mean, obviously there's a lot of trauma going on in the world today, especially with what's going on in Nashville. We'll get some more information on that here just a little bit later. But I want to shift gears because this ties into our ability to communicate with one another. You and I, outside of just the radio airwaves, I mean, uh, nowadays with social media, you have the media, you have TV, you have the YouTube or the uh, Rumble or whatever site that you like to use to get video or podcasting or streaming. And it's a way for us to communicate. But they're trying to take that away in some way, shape, or form. The latest, obviously, with the hearings out of TikTok, we've talked a lot about that. And regardless of whatever issues that TikTok has, is it really a good idea to allow the government to decide what social media platforms that we can have as they continue to try the divide and conquer, the algorithm, the shadow banning, the censoring individuals on social media like we've seen for the last few years? To talk about some of this and more, excited to have on our guest for the day... What's trending today? And you may recognize his voice. You may have been following him. We've had him on the program before, years back, when he started the Walk Away movement. Hashtag Walk Away. For those saying, I'm tired of the division. I'm tired of the identity politics. I'm tired of the hate. It's time to walk away from the Democrat Party. And now we have an opportunity to do that again with another social media site. Brandon Straka on the line with us here. Brandon, what's going on, brother? How you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? Living the dream, my friend. It's good to get you back on the show after all this time. You have so many things under uh, underway here. The Walk Away Social app. Now, I am I have the page up, and I am filling mine out as we speak. This is brand new, isn't it? Walk Away Social is brand new. We just launched uh, within the last couple of weeks. I love it. Uh, talk about the, the, the reasoning for this. What got you into wanting to start a whole other social media site? Well, well, I that's what I didn't want to. So let's let's start with the faulty premise of your question. Um, yeah, no, I um I, I had to do this because uh, you know I, I created the walkaway campaign in May of 2018. Uh, it was a Facebook group in which I encouraged people to join and tell their stories about why they are walking away from the Democratic Party. Uh, and to upload video and written testimonials to share their stories and build this community. And over the course of the next two and a half years, we grew to over 510,000 patriots in the walkway campaign. We had tens of thousands of videos and written testimonials. And then on January 8th of 2021, Facebook banned the walkaway campaign on the same day that they banned President Trump and hundreds of thousands of other conservative accounts. And uh, we we lost everything in one day. Wow. And so the question then became, do we do we rebuild? Do we move forward or do we quit? And uh, I'm not really a quitter. So I decided uh, to move forward. And we did try for a little while to move the movement over to other uh, social platforms that didn't really have the functionality or the moderation tools, the things that we needed to make it work. So ultimately, I said, all right, it, uh, it's not going to be easy, but let's just kind of build our own. And so um, I've spent the last couple of years working on a platform, Walkaway Social, and uh, I think it's really phenomenal and, and, and incredible. So now, basically, we have a platform. It functions very similarly to Facebook, but we're not looking to be – I'm not looking to become the next Mark Zuckerberg or create Facebook or compete with Twitter or True Social or Getter. This is literally just a platform to rebuild the walkaway movement. 
So basically people will come, they'll create a profile and with their profile, they can then join our various groups, like our testimonial group, our state groups. Uh, we also have a discussion group and we'll be, we'll be uh, creating more groups as time goes on. But ultimately we want people to join, uh, join the testimonial group and then upload again, their either video or written testimonial about either why they're walking away from the democratic party. Or if you're a lifelong conservative or Republican, you're what we call a walk with. We want you to also make your testimonials and talk about why you uh, support people walking away or, you know, reclaim the narrative of what it means to be a Republican or a conservative that's been really hijacked by the liberal media. You know, we want Republicans talking about how the conservative movement is very open and, and welcoming, and, and we want to see all all different kinds of people walking away from the Democratic Party and joining us. Yeah, I love it. I love the concept. Are you still seeing, after all these years, after starting the Walk Away campaign back then, are you still seeing new individuals every year, every day coming out and saying, I'm walking away from this Democrat Party after all the abuse that I've gotten for years? I mean, are you still seeing new stories like this each every day? Well, yeah, we are. But, you know, once we lost the group and, and that sort of central hub to, for those testimonials to come in, yeah. Everything became really fragmented for a long time. I mean, I had people, of course, reaching out to me privately, emailing me, reaching out to me on Twitter. Uh, some people saying, you know, I, I was aware of your movement in 2018 or 2019 or 2020. But, you know, I, I thought I believe the media that said you guys were Russian, you know, disinformation or, <laughs> you know, bots or whatever. But and then they're saying, uh, you know, I now I understand because of COVID or because of uh, Black Lives Matter or because what this country has been like for the last two years under Biden, certainly. But up until now, when we've launched Walkaway Social, we haven't had that hub for people to be able to join in one community and share these testimonials. So now we have that back. So what I'm really looking forward to now is having being able to hear all those stories, the videos, the written stories. I, I'm very excited to hear all the stories of people who've walked away in the last couple of years. But it's going to take several months you know, for us to be able to really roll this out and get Lots and lots of videos, but we're off to a good start. I mean, we have thousands of people on the platform already, and we already have um, hundreds of brand new walkaway stories, and including probably 45, 50 brand new walkaway videos. So um, we're off to a good start, but I want to get back to those numbers of, you know, over half a million <laughs> like we had before. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure I'm sure it's going to grow like we when did this officially come out? When did you release this? Um, mid-March. So it was kind of a, you know, it was unintendedly a soft launch because we wanted to roll everything out on March 1st. Sure. Uh, but what ended up happening was Google did not release our app until, uh, probably somewhere around March 7th or maybe after. And they, it, it was weird. They only released it for Android phones. And then it took like another week before they released it for Android tablets. So we weren't really fully launched until mid-March. So at this point, we've been around fully for about a week and a half. I love it. I love it. What's the response from the Democrats when they hear about the walkaway campaign? Even when you first started this all the way back when, uh, the response from Democrats who just assume that because you have a certain lifestyle, you have a certain skin color or a certain gender or whatever, that automatically you just should be voting Democrat. And when in mass people started walking away from their party, have they recouped it all? Do they still have a, a way of trying to keep people you know, on their side right now? Uh, well, uh, they seem to be very um, keen on arresting people and throwing them in jail. <laughs> there is so, that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think that, you know, we're, we all live under the threat of uh, having the FBI, the FBI kick our door down and uh, incarcerate us if we leave the Democratic Party. That's, I can speak to that experience. 
Um, but other than that, I think it's, uh, you know, I think that people are really starting to feel that this is not the Democratic Party uh, that they once believed in. That liberalism is not the movement that that is what they once wanted to be a part of because they believed that they were maybe supporting something that helped to, you know, uh, support marginalized people or marginalized communities. It's really an authoritarian movement at this point that's anti-constitutionalism, anti-American, anti-free speech, anti-civil liberties. Um, and it's becoming, uh, I think, increasingly <laughs> draconian. So uh, I think people are getting it. Um, and uh, I, I'm very excited to see the the stories of people walking away that are certain to be coming in soon. Yeah, this is going to be great. We're talking with Brandon Strecka, the uh, Walk Away campaign, now the Walk Away Social, which you can find online at walkawaysocial.com. we got just a couple of minutes here, Brandon, but uh, as we hear about the issues, let's say like TikTok, regardless of whether TikTok has their issues or not, uh, with the concern potentially of allowing government to start si- deciding what social media apps are allowed to use and not allowed to use. Now that you've got your social media site up here, is that a concern that once they go down this road that we could just say, well, we don't want you guys to give your testimonials at all. We're going to go ahead and shut down this app as well. Yeah, everything is a concern. And, and honestly, and I don't, I don't think that anything is off the table. I mean, I, I, when I think of all the things that have happened to me and have been done to me in the last couple of years, only because I left the Democratic Party and started the walkaway movement, I, I couldn't say with confidence that anything is impossible. All I can do is continue to try to get the message out, to try to get out there shouting from the rooftops that it's time for people to walk away and to pr- provide any possible mechanism I can to help guide and support people as they make that decision. You know, the, the rest of it is kind of out of my hands. And, you know, I'm just going to keep fighting uh, as long as I possibly can. Uh, I don't fight without the, the belief that we will be victorious. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm swinging as hard as I possibly can and I'm not going to stop. And, and I, I believe that, you know, I don't like being a part of a losing team. So I'm, I'm in the fight to win and I'm going to do everything I possibly can for as long as I can. And, and I think victory will be ours at some point, hopefully in 2024. I'm right there with you. Amen to that. I love the optimism and the fight because that's what we have to show. we got about 45 seconds left here, Brandon. Where can people find the app? It's on both Android and, I- and iPhones and everything else. That's right. So they can go to the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store and they can load it onto iPhones, iPads, Android tablets and phones. We also have the web version at walkawaysocial.com. And I would like everybody to join and help support and tell five of your friends to get on too. tell everyone, you know, this isn't just for people walking away. If you're a Republican or a conservative, get on the platform, support it, love it, kiss it, hug it, be a part of it. Uh, we want everyone to come together and support the walkaway movement. Walkawaysocial.com. Walkawaysocial.com. Download the app Walkaway Social as well. Brandon, we appreciate the time very much, my friend. Keep up the fight. This is a big fight, and uh, you guys are rattling the cage of the Democrats, which is always fun to watch. I appreciate it. Keep that up. We'll get you back on the show again soon, brother. Sounds great. Thank you. Hey, appreciate that very much. All right, we're going to take a break. One more segment here, wrapping up the show today for a Monday. Good stuff. Another social media site you got to support. Get that message out there. Let them know if you're scattered all over the place, guess what? It makes the Democrats run a lot harder to try and get you. <laughs> we'll do more this of that when we come back. Stay the here. Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason 
with Andy Hoosier. All right, it is. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out today on a Monday, kicking off the week. Trying to carpe diem all over this place, baby. It's what we're all about. Thanks again to Brandon Stracker coming on the program as a great fighter left and right. The walkaway social. You can go and check that out. By the way, there's a lot of apps you need to download for social media and for just information and news as well. The social one, obviously, uh, there's the Getter. Did you see they're going after Getter now as well? There's a news story from MSN. While they try to find ways to control your social media, they're now demonizing Getter. Got to get the Getter, which you can find us on there at Hoosier Reason. You can also find our partners over at OpsLens on Getter as well. Uh, getting some great views from all the shows on that site. But here we go. Indicted Chinese Exile. Controls Getter social media site, according to an ex-employee. Say what? What? Oh, you Republicans want to ban TikTok, you know, you know, an indicted Chinese exile. Well, if he's ex- exiled from China, that probably means that he doesn't like the Chinese stuff that's going on. I'm just thinking out loud here. I'm not quite sure what the whole reason was, but according to the MSN story, an exiled Chinese tycoon is indicted in New York earlier this month in a billion-dollar fraud case. He controls the conservative social media platform of Getter. Is it really a conservative? I guess it is to a degree because we just like free speech. Democrats don't. Therefore, it's a free speech app that Democrats choose not to partake in because they're more than welcome on there as well, as far as I'm aware, but not allowed to do that. So the conspiratorial right wing uh, site of Getter now has the exiled Chinese tycoon that's running the social media app. And we should all be very scared of that one. Because, well, we don't like TikTok either, so therefore allow the government to start banning these things left and right like we saw AOC push for uh, during the whole COVID-19 pandemic and during Donald Trump's reign, supporting the banning of Donald Trump off of Twitter and off all the social media and getting rid of certain social media sites like Rumble and Getter and Truth Social. But by golly, got to go after Getter now and TikTok. All right. All right. Very strange. Hey, I do want to tell you real quick about my friends over at OpsLens as well. As you know, they stream our live video streams on their website, their app, all their social media. It's awesome. We've been doing it for just over a year now, and we've gained more listeners. Thank you guys for watching us each and every day. We appreciate it. They have a new uh, product out, a new way for you to stay informed. As you know, when we read the mainstream media, we don't get the full information. We get the propagandized, very limited, very narrow vision that, you know, put on the tunnel vision, the horse, uh, the horse filters here uh, on what kind of story that you're going to get, especially with what's going on in Nashville right now with the shooting. We don't know all the information, but by golly, we know they had two assault styled weapons and a handgun. That's all we know out of this. Nothing else. If you want the real information, the real truth of what's going on from like local sources on hand all over the world you got to try this out. Go to OpsLens.com, O-P-S-L-E-N-S.com. Right on the homepage, you'll see OpsLens Worldview. You get, when you sign up for this, you get information from any topic, any topical discussion that you want from all over the world, from local sources, from like uh, press releases from law enforcement or from the actual elected officials in the area to bloggers to actual news stories and journalists to whatever you're looking for, you get the free reign Thousands of them every single day on whatever topic that you're interested in. And it's all at your fingertips right there on OpsLens. When you sign up, you get five days for free, which I know you're going to absolutely love. When you sign up further than that, use the code VOR10 for voice of reason, VOR10. Get 10% off your subscription, which you can sign up for a monthly basis, a month, uh, six-month basis, or a yearly basis. And you can get signed up for OpsLens. It's OpsLens.com Worldview. Check it out, OpsLens Worldview. Stay in the know 
be truthful, and get the true information before the media tries to twist it, manipulate it, and give you the narrow vision of what the heck's really going on. As we wrap up for today, uh, with this ongoing shooting scenario, thoughts and prayers to everybody out there. The trauma that we're seeing in the world right now is devastating. And when you have to look at the deeper issues, anybody, and the fact is, the fact that Democrats and Joe Biden already, we need to go after gun control here, we need to get the assault-style bans, or whatever the hell they're pushing for today, that they're already talking about, just shows that they don't look past the front of their nose because they're so superficial at the gun being the issue that we have a serious problem in this nation. We have way deeper issues that they've created in this nation that has dramatically increased the mental health issues, the drug abuse issues, the bullying issues by taking away your purpose. And it's time for us to get that back. And how do we do that, Andy? We do that by bringing things back down to that local level, your local community, having that drive, wanting to be that catalyst for change, and having a purpose both for that higher purpose and for that life purpose to actually be successful in life. Don't let the government and the Democrats and the progressives and the socialists take that away. We're not going to let them. We're, by golly, not going to let them do that on this program right here. So until then, we'll be back at it again tomorrow to do it all over. Congressman Bob Latta, I believe, joining us tomorrow. Maybe. We'll have to see. Until then, be your own voice of reason. Be that catalyst for change. It's time for you to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is the Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio.